Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. just wants us to be happy and successful I want to word this carefully okay because the idea that that we are more sophisticated we're smarter we're wiser and our culture's different and and the Bible you know doesn't get it the Bible's old-fashioned all these things do you understand that Rome and Corinth and Ephesus were so much more sexualized than the Western world today In today's message, Pastor Robert will issue a warning for Christians and those who are looking into what it means to follow Jesus. You might hear that Jesus wants you to be happy as an excuse to sin. And while it's true that God delights in your joy, your happiness can never validate sin in your life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 18 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. He says it's deceitfully wicked. Your heart will lie to you. That's what I tell you all the time. You know, this thing about following your heart, that's a train wreck waiting to happen. The Bible says, be led by the Spirit of God. Follow Jesus. Let him lead you. Don't be led by your emotions. That's what's happening already in the world around us, following their emotions. But we have this idea of, I mean, he loves us, and of course he wants us to be happy. And that same logic applies, see, quite often I hear it from businessmen. I hear from moms. You know, guys will say, you know, Jesus understands I have to provide for my family. I mean, I can't be Christ-like in my business dealings. I've got to be ruthless in business. can't be focused on pleasing and representing Jesus out there. I mean, it's a dog-eat-dog. I'd lose all my clients. And then the moms, you know. And sometimes this comes from the dads, too. This idea that our kids need to be socialized. Where did that come from? You mean to tell you where that came from? It came from the pit. That's where it came from. My kids need to be socialized. Do you understand 150 years ago? Talk to a farmer about that. Yeah, they're socialized with the chickens and, and the cows that need to be fed and all these modern notions of our kids need to be socialized. Even the school system and the way it's structured that, you know, I remember reading an article at one point pointed out that the only time, probably, that you're ever going to be with 20 or 30 people your same age 
would be in that false classroom environment. It's not normal. That kind of socialization, that's not, that's not normal life. I mean, just look around. Seriously, take a second. Look around. All different shades, all different colors, all different ages. We don't hang out with people just like us in the real world, our same age and these kind of things. Our kids need to play team sports. Again, not in the Bible, not necessarily even normal. My son came to me at one point. It confused him for just a minute. He was 15, 16 years old. He said, Dad, I want to play football. I said, no. And he said, but you played football. I said, exactly. No. Oh, what? You don't want me to get hurt? I'm like, no, it's not that. My best friendships were with the boys on, on the football team. And that's what, you know, he's like, yeah, and I, I want those kind of close friendships. I said, you don't understand. Between practice, we were smoking dope, drinking beer, sleeping around. We were, the, my best friendships were not healthy. My closest friendships were not healthy. I don't want that for you. So no, you can't play football. And I know right now it seems like, oh, yeah. 20 years from now, you say, oh, thank you, Daddy. I appreciate, you know. Because there are things that are more important than sports, contrary to public opinion today. I'm still, I'm convinced that I did the right thing by not letting him play. So it wasn't just football. I didn't care what sport it was. Team sports at his age, it wasn't what he needed. You know why? Because I intended to train him to be a godly man, not an ungodly man like I was. My priority for him is eternal, not short-term. Him having fun in high school, I'm sorry. That wasn't even part of the equation 150 years ago. People were just trying to survive, earn a living. And if the kid could carry a bucket, he better be carrying a bucket if he's awake or whatever. But do you understand what I'm saying? We look back at how horrible, child labor, all those kind of things. No, no, no. There were abuses. There were abuses. This idea that Jesus just wants us to be happy and successful. I, I want to word this carefully, okay? Because the idea that, that we are more sophisticated we're smarter, we're wiser, and our culture's different, and, and the Bible, you know, doesn't get it. The Bible's old-fashioned, all these things. Do you understand that Rome and Corinth and Ephesus were so much more sexualized than the Western world today? I mean, just, just read a little history. Just, I'm not talking Bible even. Just read a little history about what ancient Corinth was like 2,000 years ago. Ancient Rome, the city of Ephesus. And then go back another 2,000 years, you know, and read some history about ancient Mesopotamia and, and that world. Listen, we got nothing on them. Do you understand? And, and you, your business practice, you got to be ruthless. So this doesn't apply to you because you got to be ruthless in business. You think you're more ruthless than the Romans were? <laughs> 
I mean, digest that for just a minute, right? We know better if we take a minute and think. No, but, but the enemy, he tells us these things. God doesn't know what he's talking about. It's the original lie. He told, basically, that the enemy said to Eve, God just wants to hold out on you. Did he really say that? It's the same thing. Did he, I mean, really, did God really say, God didn't really say that. I mean, nobody can, you, 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 you love the guy. You got to have sex with him. You're never going to make any money if you're not absolutely ruthless and conniving and just at least a little bit dishonest in your business practices. No, God actually knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. And he's right. You see, the primary objective of Jesus, I mean, it's certainly not to make you unhappy or to withhold from you things that that would bring you pleasure. Remember, he gave you those taste buds. He gave you the ability to experience pleasure. Sex didn't have to be pleasurable. He built us that way. He did it on purpose. The devil doesn't have all the secrets. You understand? God had a plan. He was very deliberate about the way he made us. But but here's the problem. The pursuit of happiness is quite possibly the most ingenious and insidious enticement that the enemy ever came up with to rob us of the very goal that we're working toward. Because the pursuit of happiness, I mean, are, are, are we really saying that, that what, we're, what we're pursuing, that what we're, what we're after is like a state of perpetual ecstasy, you know, perpetual bliss, that, uh, emotional bliss and physical pleasure? That's not what we're saying, is it? Because, I mean, we know better. That's not even achievable. And even if it were achievable, I mean, imagine that you could achieve that. You could, you could reach a point where you're, you're in that, that just state of perpetual ecstasy. I mean, after a week or two of that, it'd get boring, like everything else, it would, because it, it would become mundane. It would become your normal. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, We know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please. 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.